that word stemming, quote unquote, every system is perfectly designed to get the result that it gets. Deming estimated that 94% of the problems in a business are created by systems that aren't functioning as needed rather than individual actions. Therefore, a bad system will be a good person every time. So what actually led me to this article is... Welcome back to Agency Masters. I'm Rob Bailey, and this podcast is where I share the strategies, systems, and insights I've gained from selling my own agency and helping over 20,000 digital agencies grow and do the same. My hope is that the content here is valuable to you along your journey and that you share, review, and enjoy. Hey, everybody. My name is Rob Bailey, and in this episode, we're going to cover a question that I get quite often. Why am I so obsessed with systems? And it brings up a really good point um, because it's not just me who's obsessed with systems. Um, and I think that a lot of people who work very hard out there in the world are missing the benefit of understanding uh, systems thinking or systems mindset. I usually use the word mindset um, over thinking, but a lot of people think about systems in different ways because it's such a broad term. But what I'd like to do is I, I found this really cool article and it encapsulates um, my thoughts perfectly. And so, uh, you know, credit to this this website. I'm sourcing a, an, an article from a website called aileron.org. Um, and they have this great post. It's It's got a quote in it that I love. And we'll get to the quote here in a second. But the opener of this article says, systems thinking is the belief that everything in a business is connected to everything else. And that might sound like you know, a little bit uh, obvious, okay? But uh, what I found is that in business and even in work, like if you're a, a W-2 wage earning employee or part-time employee, the, the amount of effort that you put in or the way that you perform is severely limiting by the system that you're operating in. In other words, like if you, for example, were going to dig a, um, dig a hole with a shovel, right? and that was your tool of choice, you would be severely limited in that system, meaning human sweat plus the shovel equals, you know, so much time to dig this hole. Versus if you had uh, some sort of machine that would dig a hole very quickly for you, well, then your capacity and the same shift might increase by tenfold, 50-fold, 100-fold. That's a better system. That's a more efficient system that you're, uh, that you're operating in within the context of that business and the amount of time or inputs that um, that the human can get and at what rate the output that they create um, produces, okay? So um, in that context, I love this because if you're an entrepreneur or you're in business at all, you're starting a business, um, you know, usually what a, a rookie mistake is if you go out and you just try real hard, which is part of business, it's, you know, you have to be able to not be a couch potato and get up off your butt and do something about, <laughs> about the problem you're trying to solve out there. But that being said, it's very rare that I find that being the limit, the limit of what people want to achieve. In other words, usually everybody who wants it works really, really hard at it. That's a common denominator. The difference between what um, the outcome that people get and the variance there is usually uh, because the model, the business that they're operating in or the system that the business or the model operates on is is uh, by by far like way more commonly the limiting factor. Okay, so um, you know I, I think this is really really good to take a hard look at. It's like 
if you're going to work hard anyway, right? Let's say it's over a longer period of time because this makes more sense, I think. If you're going to work really hard, like for a period of a year, five years, 10 years, 30 years, and you're going to work hard anyways, wouldn't you rather be working on a, um, a, in a system or on a system that produces a better outcome just because simply that system has more leverage? The obvious answer might be yes, but what I found is it's really hard for people to see that unless they take a step back and understand it first. So they understand the macro and before they dig into the micro, right? The tendency for people, especially when they're new in business, is to jump right in the micro, work really hard, and then they just come up for breath one day when something happens and they go, gosh, this really isn't working out the way that I thought it would, right? That's certainly how I did it when I first got into business. So um, I love this quote. It's by Dr. W. Edwards Deming. And the quote is, a bad system will beat a good person every time. A bad system will beat a good person every time. And I love that quote, right? Um, he's got a, 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 another uh, quote, right? And, and we'll get to the other quote here in a second, but I really love this paragraph around this. Um, so, uh, you know, this introduction to systems thinking or systems mindset is phrased perfectly. So I'm going to borrow this one straight from the aileron.org article. When you identify something that isn't working in your business, what's your first move, right? That, that's kind of the scenario I was just describing. All right, back to the quote. Do you create a new process, hire someone new? If we take six systems thinking approach to finding a solution, none of these is the answer. Each option jumps to a quick fix before identi identifying and understanding the ripple effects in the broader business system. According to Dr. W. Edwards Deming, Quote, unquote, every system is perfectly designed to get the result that it gets. Deming estimated that 94% of the problems in a business are created by systems that aren't functioning as needed rather than individual actions. Okay. Therefore, a bad system will be a good person every time. So what actually led me to this article is this quote, which I have tattooed on everything in, around my office. Um, it's in my head every day when I wake up now. And it has given me so much stinking leverage in my piddly little business that I've got time freedom, money freedom, freedom of choice, uh, optionality in my business and in my personal life. Um, because whenever I'm working on something, I think in the back of my head, every system is perfectly designed to get the result that it gets or that it does, right? So, um, if I'm not happy with the result or the result isn't coming out as expected, I force myself to look at the system and ask myself, why is the system not producing that result rather than looking at the people who are involved in it first, right? The people might be an issue. That could be a thing, but that's rarely the direct case, right? So again, assuming the people are showing up and putting in their best effort and operating at a, a certain efficiency level, like a, like an acceptable efficiency level. Usually the system is broken and no matter how much inputs we put in there, or um, even if we put an overweighted amount of inputs or, or uh, resources into that thing, it just would not turn out the results that we expect it to get or want it to get. Um, so I love this quote in particular because it's so easy to think of. Like, um, I'll give you guys a quick example. We used to manually text message uh, for our clients to put to, you know, for uh, like hundreds and hundreds of local businesses at a time. And we were using a tool at the time. Um, I won't name the software company because I'm about to sort of throw them under the bus. But, um, you know, we were helping 535 locations in under two years in my, in my second agency. 
And we were uh, provided, uh, part of our service was a done-for-you text message um, uh, lead management service. And so we were text messaging um, prospects and customers who are on our client's list and um, sending them an offer to get back into the location to re-engage them in some sort of sales process um, or free trial or, or something like that. So we were um, working with a lot of different locations with a lot of different offers. And the best tool that we had at the time, the system that we had at the time, was um, the best thing out there at the time, but it was still not as good as the system I found after that. So let me compare the two systems, right? So helping hundreds of locations. System one was we would have to log in to separate accounts because this particular software company did not have an agency feature where we could manage all of our client accounts from one dashboard. So we had to take a username and password for each location that we signed up for with our clients and log in and out of them to respond to the text messages one by one, right? So one of my employees could handle about 50 accounts uh, at a time. Um, and so they would have to 50 times each, we would try to get through it in about like 50 accounts in about two hours, right? It's kind of how it, it uh, boiled down. But we would have our, our team, like one employee would log in and out of each one and answer as many text messages as we could and then log out and log in the next customers. And so they would do that 50 times as fast as they could, then go back to the beginning because we would have more messages waiting, right? And they would just do this over and over again. Um, so, you know, it might take, they might spend, oh, I don't know, what, like, what is the math on that? It's, it's just like a few minutes per client, right? So that was system one. That system was also very expensive. We were spending about $44,000 a month on that system as a solution. It was worth it because we were char uh, charging our clients much more than that for the service. And it was worth it to them by far because they were making tons and tons of money from it, like 10 to 30x ROI on our service fee. So we did that. The problem for me, though, was um, number one, the system was very unreliable uh, from a um, from a uh, like uh, predictability standpoint, put it that way. So when, whenever we would go and log into these clients' accounts, we had zero idea how much time had passed or whether there was a new message there waiting for us to answer on behalf of our clients or what the case might be. Now, this is about five years ago. Technology has come a long way, but it was very difficult for me as the business, even though we were doing it way better than our clients, for me to say, okay, you know, every time that I book a new client, can I just add that 51st or that 52nd or that 53rd location and still get the same results? That was constantly a balance that we were dealing with. And I really had no data to tell me. It was all like gut feeling, right? And then obviously, you know, I sort of arrived at this number that 50 was kind of our max without the quality suffering over enough time. But we had to figure that out with trial and error. So not exactly ideal. Um, system two, let's switch now. This is a, a tool that my, my good friend built. And now I'm a huge proponent of the, the system is called Go High Level. We're one of the uh, top resellers and top re, uh, affiliates for this software called Go High Level. And what they did was they made an agency solution that cost $300 per month for unlimited clients versus the $44,000 a month I was paying with the previous software company. And not only that, was the price much better? So they put about a half a million dollars of um, revenue back into my pocket as the, <laughs> the owner of the agency. Um, but they had much better agency features. So we had one agency dashboard with all of our locations um, underneath it. That alone created a better system because we could see all of the responses from all of our client locations in one stream. So it improved 
the um, the speed at which we were able to get to the leads, which is a huge deal in this type of thing. And we also, um, it was basically made it impossible to lose messages because um, it was just like a queue. So our team could just sit there and look at the queue and go, okay, I owe this person a response first. Now this person, now this person, now this person. That was never available for 50 accounts in one view before with the old software uh, partner. So that one feature alone made this system way more leverageable. So we could help hundreds of clients for every one employee now instead of just 50. Not only that, it cut massively cut down the amount of time um, because we didn't have to log in and out of, of uh, you know, separate logins for each client, each location. So our, um, our employees got about half of their day back. So that doubled the efficiency that we got on top of the efficiency that we already got. So we were sitting there going like, gosh, this is near infinitely scalable per employee now. So we could help hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients without sacrificing the quality. And beyond that, um, our, our team was just much happier because they were actually being productive instead of sitting there doing what felt like an admin task of logging in and out. So um, that's that, when I say that <laughs> I'm so passionate about the systems, that's a very clear, very practical example of the system is perfectly designed to get the result that it gets. One system was clearly meant for one-off locations without you know, having efficiencies of scale. So that system was naturally limited. And another system, a completely different system, although they were both trying to achieve the same thing, with, with fewer inputs, got a better result, a more efficient result. And uh, that system was actually created to solve the problem better, faster, and cheaper. And so for me as the entrepreneur and as the business owner, uh, that gave me, I mean, it gave me probably 10 to 100x leverage depending on the day and the situation. Um, so that was an absolute game changer. It saved so much time, so much money. It helped us make so much more money. And that's why I'm such a big advocate of systems thinking, systems mindset, and um, why I do believe these quotes, right? Dr. W. Edwards Deming had a career, if you look him up online, um, of sort of training people on this concept and uh, worked with some very uh, complex, intricate businesses, way more complex than mine will ever be. But what I found is that the small guys, the entrepreneurs who are just getting started out, maybe the, you're online or you have limited resources, um, they tend to think that they're too small to mess with systems. And that is absolutely not the case. In my opinion, the smaller that you are, the more you need to be focused on choosing the right model and choosing the right system. Choosing models and systems that have high amounts of leverage with fewer inputs gives you a competitive advantage because you're not corporate. You can be uh, more flexible, more nimble. You can move quicker with the times. You can actually pick up the phone. Your clients want to talk to you if you have that much leverage versus some corporate company who you know will not pick up the phone, has terrible customer service, treats you like a number. Your clients will love you, absolutely love you, um, even though you have this sort of unfair amount of leverage because you are small. That is the biggest advantage of being small is that, um, you know, you do have that nimbleness. You have that optionality to, to bob and weave when the rest of the market might be too big to, right? If you think about the federal government as a system, it, in the U.S. at least, it's so, it's, it's got such a huge lag behind it and people hate it. You know, a lot of people hate our federal government for that reason. It takes 10 years at least to get anything stinking done. And um, the reason that the small guy is important in our 
decentralized business economies because we can help fill that gap for a lot of people by just going out in the private market and creating solutions on the fly without with zero permission from anybody and removing all that red tape and going out and fixing problems faster. So we are in the best position as small guys, as small small businesses, as uh, local businesses to be decentralized, flexible, uh, quick to move, quick to stay with the times, quick to get our own competitive advantage. And so if those are the only, really the only like, um, you know, advantages we do have, if we're not taking advantage of those things, then man, is that a shame because it, it can really change your life, change your employees' lives, change your clients' lives, um, change your customers' lives, all that good stuff. So um, that's kind of it. I just really want for folks to think about what, you know, just sit down and think. If I put in 10 hours of work or 100 hours of work or a year's worth of work, would I rather be um, working a system that is more efficient? So if it's three times more efficient, getting three times the amount done, maybe making three times more money, or am I just going to do it the hard way for absolutely no reason? Because that's the way that I choose to look at it now. So I hope that this um, this quick po podcast answers the question for you. Rob, why are you so obsessed with systems and why are you creating this podcast so that you know others maybe can learn from it? That's the answer why is because I found that for myself. I found that it, you know we've trained tens of thousands of small business owners on the same same things. And I've found that it's not being taught in schools. It's not being taught out there in um, colleges. It's not being taught out there in most business courses even, okay? So uh, this is my little corner of the world where I get to say what, you know, my piece and stand on my soapbox, but I'm doing it because I'm shouting from the rooftops that this could change your life. And if you're in business, you may as well um, do it being the most productive and, and uh, doing it with the greatest lifestyle that you possibly can. It's brought me happiness. Um, I certainly think that it can bring you happiness if you learn and adopt from some of these things. So again, as I said in the first episode, it's my goal to bring as many shades as I can to this. There's no one set prescription for everybody in business. In fact, it's one of the things that gives you the most optionality in the world, which also can be somewhat overwhelming at times. So my goal is to share um, the things I've learned, show you the things I've done, but also bring in special guests that have done uh, really cool things um, using systems, improving on systems, um, or maybe they just added systems and, into their business and they got a huge leg up. And so I really want to give them a platform to share their stories so that you can learn quicker um, and, and hopefully, you know, get to your goals faster as well. So that's it. We'll wrap this uh, episode up, uh, but look forward to more content. I'm going to make one more podcast here um, that's solo and then we'll get right into the interviews because I think that's the juicy stuff but this is just done to give you a really nice macro 100 foot view of the whole thing that way when we get into the details you're not lost in the weeds and you're like geez why am I even listening to this like what's what difference does it make anyhow so <laughs> um, hopefully uh, you know this resonates with y'all and if you want to hear or see anything drop a comment um, reach out to me I'm always taking suggestions and if you know anybody who um, might be a good uh, interviewee, please reach out and drop their name as well. I'll see if we can make it happen. Thanks, y'all. We'll, we'll see you in the next episode.